Countrywide on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by the Irish Farmers Journal, bringing 379,000 readers the latest farming news and the best of rural Ireland weekly. So we are going to get underway and start straight away this morning with an ambitious, even a transformative idea in the west of Ireland, the Wild Atlantic Rainforest Project. A private initiative returning temperate rainforest to thousands of acres in multiple locations and all done in collaboration with locals at a cost of €12 million. Euro. One of the people behind the scheme, environmentalist and forester Ray Folu, took me with his unruly colleague Tara to try and get a glimpse of one possible future for the West. Why would she be getting excited by fences? At the bottom of a field of cattle, over a fence, crawling under low-lying whitethorn, Ray Ofolu shows me a different world. That's a special little spot, isn't it? The geology here is all uh, soft shale, Philip, and the, the drains just cut these deep little gorges in it, and in these gorges, the, these beautiful little pockets of, of temperate rainforest persist in the landscape. And We've gone from a field full of sucklers to a hidden little pocket of Jurassic Park frankly, isn't it? Oh, they're absolutely special places. Like you see, the, the leaves are pretty much gone off the trees. Ray shows me a deep-sided gorge, four or five metres deep, with a fast-flowing stream gushing through it. There's gnarled sessile oaks clinging precariously to the side. The air is thick with the scent of mosses, lichens, ferns, epiphytes. That's plants growing on top of plants. Those lichens are indicative of a woodland that hasn't been touched in, in a long, long time, and this place has been like this for generations. And, uh, now you may have heard Damien speaking to Ray in the past about his environmental entrepreneur scheme, Home Tree. Ray is already taking spots like these and working with farmers, getting them financial assistance, to expand these little nature bombs into the surrounding farmland. Um, it's win-win, really, especially with the, the new forestry premiums. I think farmers hopefully will be kind of rewarded for, for doing this kind of... Uh, uh, conservation work. Now, Ray and his partners in Home Tree are scaling up to what is possibly the most ambitious private sector native woodland afforestation project the country has ever seen. 2,000 acres of land that they will buy and hopefully 2,000 acres of land that their farming neighbours will consider taking payment for to allow replanting on. And it starts here, on 280 acres of the steepest hill you've ever climbed in the Glenlosh Valley, west of Mam in Galway. When you look up at the hill there, you can see like the, the rusty coloured bracken. Like bracken is a great indicator of, of soil that will be suitable for woodland in the future. What you're seeing down here is fascinating, Philip. It's, a, it's an old willow tree. It's nestled down in this little drainage ditch. And that tells you a lot about... The, the ecosystem that could be here in the future. But it also tells you an awful lot about what's going on here now, that on this side of the valley, it is the only tree. Yeah. <laughs> the only tree. <laughs> it literally is. And you, you see the land slippage up the top, Philip, like um, I was speaking to one of the rangers. The side around. of the hill is sliding down into the yeah. river. Is, is that a salmon river? Yeah, that's the, it's the Bale Nebrack River. It's a really important spate river. And, uh, yeah, apparently they've had significant problems with landslippage just because there's not enough vegetation on the ground holding all the soil together. So presumably you put trees in, that's no longer a problem. Yeah, yeah, or at least it mitigates it somewhat.
The grazing sheep are the reason that the forest needs to be restored. Looked at another way, though, Ray's restoration project might be the end of another person's productive landscape, their livelihood. How do you reconcile these two things? Is there any grass in your water field, is there? <laughs> now you have it. Noel Curtin is the kind of farmer that Ray and Home Tree have already worked with. See, the thing about around here, Philip, is okay, you'll get the rain, the place gets wet, but it won't get dry again. Noel is perfect for a scheme like this. He's a small suckler farmer near Milton Malbay in West Clare with an off farm income. By his own description, a lot of his farm would contain marginal land. He just sat down with Ray, he looked at the numbers, and farming carbon and fostering biodiversity turned out to pay as well as the traditional suckler operation. We're always told, like West Clare, you won't grow trees, you won't grow trees in this West Clare because of the the climate really, and the exposure to the sea and the, mm. the bitter winds coming in from the Atlantic. And how many miles are we from the sea here now as the crow flies? It can't be more than three or four, is it? About three, it's a... I can taste a little bit of salt in the air. <laughs> you surely can, yeah. Like, a wind from the west in our house, which is just back the road, you know, you could take the salt off the windows after wind and rain. So trees were never a part of your future for this farm at all? No, not really. Not, not when I inherited it anyway, because part-time farming is kind of doing the basics. You wouldn't be thinking about putting in extra stuff or doing extra stuff. But what persuaded you then that it could be done? I think Ray and his team were really where the starts us. I suppose you'd have an inkling about hedgerows and that we planted those for reps. And, and how did they do? They did well, yeah. yeah. Against your yeah. expectations? Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I initially thought that... The, the land was probably too wet to sow these trees. But Ray and the guys say, yeah, they'll grow and they did grow. It's worked here in Clare because it's tailored to what Noel and other landowners want. And that is what might be Home Tree's secret sauce as they throw everything at their 12 million euro project with sites from Kerry to Mayo. So what's the objective here? If I come back 10 or 15 years, what are we going to see? I'd like to think you'll see, you'll see nature-friendly suckler farming going on here and a, and a patchwork landscape of uh, re-wetted peatlands, of temperate rainforest strips, shelter belts, blocks. Um, yeah, and a, a kind of healthy farming community and healthy local ecology. That, that would be our dream, you know. So it's going to look like a bit of a mosaic. Yeah. Bit of woodland, bit of farming, maybe a bit more commercial forestry over there, but no one-size-fits-all solution for the entire landscape. I think one of the big things that went wrong with forestry is it became seen as a displacing land use. Forestry came in, farming went out. It's a living landscape. Oh. People have to live alongside the trees that are being encouraged to live there. Honestly, Philip, I wouldn't want to be involved any other way, genuinely. If, uh, you know, the idea of, of forestry pushing farmers or communities out, I hate the thought of it. I hear you. I hear you. Don't worry. We're not leaving you behind. That was Tara, the real star of my visit to the Glen Losh Valley with her own Areo Folu, project lead of the Home Tree Wild Atlantic Rainforest Project, which is going to be officially launched next week. Hometree.ie for more details on that. On a side note, Ray was a 2021 Nuffield Scholar. He's going to be speaking at this year's Nuffield Conference, which is being held on Friday in Dublin.